Hey, welcome out to Third World Linux episode 97. Uh, a pretty good year as far as <laughs> stuff goes. And pro wrestling. Uh, <laughs> my name is AG. <laughs> I'm Zhao, and on this episode we're going to be talking about the F word in Linux and open source. We're going to be talking about fragmentation. Aha! It's not fonts. Yeah. Dirty <laughs> mind. <laughs> yeah, fragmentation. Go shoot! Uh... <laughs> Yeah, um, and and I, I guess like uh, at least me personally, like I uh, I was following some of the the Linux news that's been going around, right? Like I have the, not. Yeah, so like <laughs> them 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 snap packages like dropping finally after years of canonical like teasing it, and uh, the the next cloud thing where you know own cloud decided to go fork itself, and um, these. Stories are sort of fragmentation-y in a way. Like in one story, there is an elimination of fragmentation in a way, and it's been quite lauded. But then you have um, you have the forking of one of these huge projects in the open source world, and it has also been lauded. Like, oh, a win for freedom, you know, like that sort of thing. So fragmentation. First things first. What is the definition of fragmentation? Uh, how different is it from the actual word, and how it is different from how it is used in tech? Right. So when when um, when I talk about fragmentation, or my my understanding of fragmentation, is just simply that there are many things that are different but kind of the same. <laughs> yeah. What I mean? I think so. Right. So when you talk about Linux. That's you know this one united front kind of because you have uh, OpenSUSE because you have Debian because you have Ubuntu because you have Red Hat because you have Fedora because you have Slackware because you have Arch the list goes on so that's sort of this fragmentation um, which is a big problem well not a big problem v- variety is the spice of life but you know <laughs> yeah yeah and it has its downsides. And yeah. Which is fragmentation is a downside of having that variety. Yes. So, um, I guess I guess the question that uh, I'm, I'm grappling with is is um, like at what point does the spiciness become too much to bear? Mm. What the fuck am I saying? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, you know me. I think in bad metaphors, and that's how I I process things. Give me a silent okay. waterfall. <laughs> Um, okay. So now let's, let's take the case first of Snap. Yeah. What it does is just it unifies the spice. <laughs> I mean, if we're going from our food metaphor, it unifies the spice. It makes the flavors, aha, of okay. each distro, <laughs> of different distros have something in common, right? Yeah. I, I, I think I see that. It's, it's like the, um, it's like, it's like that splash of lime that ties together all of the different liquors in a Long Island iced tea. Yeah, it's not. I think it's an extra <laughs> spice because be, Linux would uh, still function without Snap, even though from our pre-show talk you said no, not Red Hat. Ooh, who has already had something like Snap? 
uh, Debian, right? Gnome, gnome. Not gnome. With their XD, I think it's called XDG app or something. Like I've never used them because I'm kind of old school like that, and you know I haven't had the time to really experiment with snaps and stuff. So, yeah. So when when are we gonna receive this new spice? <laughs> they're they're pretty much like available now. I think like in beta or whatever. Oh, okay. I mean, as usual, it is available in beta. But what I am thinking is like when the full implementation is. There, do they have a target date or like? Okay, this is the new standard now. You know what? I should have done my research. We could still <laughs> type. You know. <laughs> Watch as the call starts dropping out. When <laughs> I, I think their target was like sixteen oh four or something, or is it the next LTS? Because like you get sixteen oh four into like this state that kind of works ish. I'm looking at uh, you Ubuntu, and then like in the next LTS, like ah, oh, there's this thing called snaps now, and developers rejoice. You only have to target one like package instead of having to maintain a million different ones and you get to control your own updates and stuff which is more power to the developer which is which means does it save time for developers i would think so i mean like i've never packaged up a piece of software before because you know the most i can do is fucking hello world and fizzbuzz right but um <laughs> some jokes yeah some jokes like that, that little ph that little php script that'll give you like a random sentence um <laughs> but yeah i would assume that it saves time because like a lot of uh, a lot of developers spend their time packaging stuff but then like you also have a lot of people that uh package software for different distributions right so um like debian has dudes that just package up yeah, that's just whatever their, that's just their that's thing. their thing yeah, yeah. So theoretically, this is great. I mean, why isn't, why is it not everyone rushing to this? Because what's the downside? Uh, because while there is unification, I would also think that there's fragmentation there. Because you don't. <laughs> what? Unification by fragmentation. Yes. Because one of the cool things about the distribution is that it is your distribution's repository that has that sort of curation for the different software that pops in, right? You have yeah. the the Debian repos and stuff, and then all of yeah. the security updates, all of all of yeah. the bells and whistles and stuff. Yeah, it's your distribution that not necessarily pro- I think provides is not the right term. Yeah, but I guess let's go back to the term the curate curates or the one that gives you the options. Or pushes you with the primary options. Yes. And no, but yes. Yeah, I mean... Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so so there's that, right? Like, a lot of um, that... that there, There's that unification within the distribution itself. But then once you start bringing in, like, snap packages, and, well, to an extent, it's a lot like the PPA system, but very different, I would think. If anybody out there is more educated. Exactly. Um, <laughs> Right, because I, I guess I have like a weird theoretical understanding of how it works. You know what? Fuck it. Like over the weekend, fuck I have class on Sundays, but like sometime over the weekend, I'm going to like experiment with snaps. Um, and like I'll give a little bit of follow up in episode mm-hmm. 98. Also a pretty good year. Sort of. Uh, where was I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's the unification with the distributions. Yeah. But then once you start introducing like, Say the developers have control over how they, um, how they distribute and how they distribute updates and how they, um, sort of maintain their package. Like it's up to them. 
And so that introduces a little bit of fragmentation there. Like it isn't one team that's curating the experience. All right. Uh, I mean, I, I think but- like the ideal sort of, the ideal sort of balance is you have a separate set of apps that you, uh, what the fuck am I calling them apps? You have a separate set of packages that you sort of draw from the repository and you have another like set of apps or packages that come in snaps. So like your Chromiums, your Firefoxes, your next clouds are just snap packages. And a lot of the underlying stuff like your, um, Wayland when it finally comes out, your, uh, X orgs, you know, Alsa, Pulse Audio, all that stuff just sort of sits in the repository. Like if you have that, that, that balance, that'd be good. Next question. Mm-hmm. What's the upside for which, well, I already asked this earlier, but what I want to ask is what's the upside now for your consumers? Um, well, your end users. I guess it comes down, I would think that it would come down to, uh, there, there's a more, it, it's going to be easier to snap up, <laughs> pun, snap up, um, Windows users who are just used to downloading an XF file off the internet and it'll run on every version of Windows. Because, <laughs> to be honest, I'd still prefer the old terminal way. Yeah, yeah, but uh, then it's, um, but then the point is, I mean, you can just do it off of the terminal as well, yeah. I guess. So, because will this help those who have no idea how to use a terminal and do it a traditional way? Like, right? That's how I'm. Uh, that's how I'm thinking. How I'm envisioning this would go. Okay. Right. So, by the terminal way, you mean installing software from the terminal. So, like, you download a package and then you yeah, and then you tar then you uh, tar xvf yeah. it or like your app. No, it's yeah. just. No, because before I just go app get, right? But even though I always wanted to, you call this? Just download a file and run that file and install. Now, that run the file and install system is gonna be easier, right? Yes. Alright. But then, um, but that's, that's pretty much what app get fucking does, right? It downloads a deb file from the repository and installs it. Yeah, but it's not going to the website, downloading an actual program. Clicking that program, Windows style .exe file. Yeah, yeah. You, you know what? I, you know what? I, um, what I, but what I'm going to try out is, uh, or what I'm curious about is, like, is there going to be like a repository of a bunch of snaps? Like, is there going to be uh, a software center or whatever? Ah, that that yeah. Because that would be that would be pretty cool, right? I'm I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure there's something in like normal Ubuntu that I haven't tried out because you know normal ubuntu and 2007 <laughs> hardware um but like i'm sure there's a lot of that somewhere or not a lot of that. uh i'm sure there is like an app store quote it's unquote, out there where you just yeah. like put uh, down um as long as it could packages. be automated as long for me yeah. as long as it could be automated yeah it's probably the easiest thing in the world and there should be a command line utility that can just download it off of the net and stuff um Another thing that might suck is I think if they work the way I think they do, we're going to be dealing with bigger download sizes. Not by much, but, you know. Yeah. Hello. Hello? Hello. Can you repeat? Because the call drop 
before you said <laughs> another thing might suck and yeah, call dropping is gonna suck. <laughs> yeah, uh, what was it? we oh, our problem might be, but it isn't that much of a problem. Uh, slightly bigger download sizes if the snap packages work the way I think they're going to work. But you know, I mean, it depends. As, you, as always, for everything in life, it depends. But <laughs> it's like a catch-all <laughs> answer. Um, <laughs> it depends on how big will that spice <laughs> package. I, I should stop pushing the metaphor. <laughs> it depends how big the files will be. Um, yeah. And how incremental. No, but doesn't matter because updates doesn't necessarily... Condense. What I'm thinking is, because here in the third world, the internet speed issues and all that... As long as it's not excessive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Alright, uh, and well, there's and the it's next gonna be rolling anyway, thing. right? I think that's up to the developer. Either way, you know, I don't think it's gonna be excessive. I think developers have that insight. Or if not, we're saying it to you now, guys. <laughs> we're saying it now. So, don't make it excessively large. <laughs> Even though telcos here have struck a deal. Where they're gonna share whatever the pipelines, pretty much. I still don't trust finally. them. Finally, yeah, I still don't trust them though. Like, make sure it happens first. That's for me. <laughs> what was that deal? Um, I-, I forgot the technical name of that deal, but yeah. Yeah. Well, as far as I understand it, it was just one telco being a real dick about the IP exchange. Of course. <laughs> um, yeah, but because. Of yeah, monopolies and shit. Anyway, yeah, I'm not gonna believe it until it actually happens in front of us. Like until it's uh until it's here, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. So like moving on to the next cloud thing. Yeah. Um, I just found it kind of cool yet kind of sad. More charming. No, not, not charming. charming at all. Mm-hmm. Well, I find the idea that um I find the idea that uh next cloud might be LibreOffice, if you will, um. It's it's gonna have it might have difficulty with regaining the mind share of own cloud in the same way that LibreOffice has difficulty regaining the mind share from OpenOffice. Oh, like, because even though even though would I say superior? Yeah, the word I'd use no, it's a better, not superior. Even though LibreOffice is better than Open, people still tend to gravitate with OpenOffice. Yeah, yeah, because Just because of the recall. Yep, because of the recall and. Well, I would, I, I think that, like, LibreOffice guys, like, also, like, broke off of OpenOffice because of, uh, Oracle, I think, or whoever controls OpenOffice now, Oracle yeah. being dicks or something. So, like, again, it was a corporate dispute that ended up in somebody saying, go fork yourself. And, um, At least lawsuits didn't happen. Uh, but fragmentation happened. No, just kidding. But, like, <laughs> But yeah, so like that's that's my like big concern about this open office or not open office, this own cloud next cloud thing. Um, the difference is own cloud is known by the sort of general population to be really fucking good. Mm-hmm. In the, it is, it is. Like when you said right? when you when you explained to me that oh it's it's a fork of own cloud. Oh, I get it. But how is it gonna be different then? <laughs> Yeah, well, because it's going to be, like, all open and shit, you know? Yeah. Or more, more open than own cloud. Basically, they didn't agree with, like, the corporate the corporate side of things, you know? Like, there's a developer who's like, yeah, it's all about the technology, man. And then you have, like, the corporate guys who are like, it's all about making money, man, you know? 
So the it's all about the technology guy broke off and took part of the code base with him. But then because it's GPL'd, I think, like, it's fine. Um, <laughs> it's not going to get... Uh, yeah, there aren't get, any... Yeah. Uh, there aren't going to be any lawsuits, more yeah. or less. Um, but the idea... Like like the thing that I find uh the thing that I that I think is going for Lib- that that I think is going for LibreOffice as opposed to OpenOffice is that in the sort of general mindshare, um OpenOffice isn't known to be amazing, right? Yeah. It's known to be the thing that you get when you can't afford MS Word. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of known to be kind of inferior. And I guess LibreOffice doesn't have or LibreOffice can sort of distinguish themselves by saying we are the open source solution that isn't shit, you know, and people will believe them. It just has a really unfortunate name for the Philippines because for us, Libre means gratis. Yeah. And not like freedom as in like Kalayaan, but like freedom is in, Unfortunate know. circumstance, I guess. Yeah. But so it, like, yeah. oh, no, go ahead. You uh, said, but, but so nice. <laughs> Marketing wise though, at the end of the day, will they be able to still deliver the same service or better service because they're well, not competing than their former product? Yeah, I, mean, I, w- I would assume that they can deliver like the better service, but the better product doesn't always dominate the market. Indeed. Right? Because it's all about mind share at this point, you know? Mm-hmm. Like we're just lucky that VLC is the best fucking media player out there. You know, and we're lucky that VLC hasn't been really dickish. But you know, if VLC all of a sudden had like 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 grew a corporate dick or something, and um, a bunch of developers decided to split off and make a more consumer friendly VLC media player, that's an uphill battle. <laughs> we'll be stuck with Winamp. It sure kicks butt, <laughs> right? That's a Winamp thing, right? I don't know, but it's funny because Martin mentioned Winamp, Winamp in the previous Bodega Nights episode about, like, you can download Bodega Nights. And, you know, if you don't like iTunes, get Winamp. <laughs> no. no. Just use, a, like, a spot. No, I mean, instead of that, just use different service altogether. You're on Stitcher, right? Who? Me? Uh, us. Are we on Stitcher? Yeah, we're on Stitcher. Oh, yeah. See, just use Stitcher instead of freaking... <laughs> or listen it on the, the website if you don't want to download. Yeah. Um, anyway. Anyway. Uh, uh, so, like, <laughs> fragmentation. Um, Let's go wait. back to the core of this whole thing. With fragmentation itself. Is it inherent only in open source with Linux? Of course, right? Uh, or at least well, we have the worst of it like the worst brunt of it not not necessarily bad when i say like we just have an excess fragmentation uh I, I would think so but then like say microsoft also has their own fragmentation problems like um you were talking about xp earlier mm-hmm. oh yeah man jesus christ <laughs> like there was a printer or something right that used xp yeah uh i was going through one of them digital print shops for you know, I I want I needed worksheets, not work prints for photos I'm editing, and I mm-hmm. always like them on like pasted on a wall or on a table when I'm doing a sequence. And ah, oh, geez, the place I went to can't read my flash drive because I don't know why. Uh, I'm on FAT32 anyway, so it could read anything, right? 
They can't read yeah. the flash drive. XP was saying it should it needs it it needed to be reformatted. I'm like, what? So it's just <laughs> Well, you should tell him that NTFS is an acronym for not too fucking smart. <laughs> no, I told them you that you have to upgrade your computers. And they're like, I don't know, because we just uh, this is what's provided. I'm like, okay then. Good thing I don't have bad intentions. Yeah, dude, you could have totally taken it down. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so there, there's there's Windows's fragmentation problem. Uh, I would assume that Mac OS or Mac has fragment is is going to have fragmentation problems. Um, what are my, what kind of, what are kind my of theories where fragmentation happens is with what do you call this with they call that um you know when you go look online for how to convert so and so file yeah like file converters there are a lot so that's what i think is like where fragmentation is as well. like in the software side of things yeah yeah like all these competing competing standards and stuff yeah yeah so um but i, I would think that we really do sort of get the brunt of it because of the by the theoretical sheer... ease by which somebody can fork something. Yeah, and by the sheer nature of the fact that we're open source, everybody can do anything as long yeah. as it moves up. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's 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 the nature of the beast, and it is both a boon and a bane. My God, why am I speaking in... <laughs> oh, boon and a bane? <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm using, um, I'm using cliches now. <laughs> yeah. 1960s called and wanted their terms back. <laughs> Boon in a bane. You anyway. thought we were talking about 1997 being a good year? <laughs> Try 1967. <laughs> no, um, what was, what was it? Yeah, so it's, it's like, it's, it's, it's the greatest strength that is its greatest weakness that is its greatest strength. It is through this weakness that we gather our strength. <laughs> but it is through the strength that we find our greatest weakness. But at what point, though? Like at 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 one point, at, at what point does um, decision fatigue set in? When the or spiciness has decision gets... fatigue set in already? Yeah, when the spiciness gets too hot to bear. Is it too hot to bear? Like when you look at um, when you look at no, not say, really. That's why we're still staying. Example. Yeah, for me, for me, not really. That's why we're still. Staying with Linux. Because <laughs> it's for us, it's a good thing that less fragmentation exists. It's a monopoly of, of uh, choice. It's a monopoly of freedom. Yeah, it's a monopoly of, <laughs> of choice. Uh, of oh, freedom. Dude, that's, that, that's, a, that's a cool fucking... Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, calling, I'm, I'm calling this episode that. Fragmentation, a monopoly of freedom. <laughs> it is, indeed. But again... The problems that it brings is what we've discussed a few episodes back. It comes now with curation. And you'd rather have a problem of curation than a problem of not having anything to choose and not having options. So, you know, that for me is how it it works. Yes. But then, like, playing the devil's advocate here, I want to be like Brady Harron, dude. (laughs) Isn't that right, Gray? I, but I'm not a sociopath. <laughs> a very intelligent sociopath is not me. <laughs> so anyway, um, um, but then wouldn't that like hurt? Um, but but then doesn't that make it difficult for like newcomers though? Like, what what uh, what 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 is 
what is this Linux thing? And then all of a sudden they like install Gentoo because it's what, <laughs> you know. Or Red Hat because, ooh, red is my favorite color. Um, or like, oh, I've heard of this Red Hat thing before. Like like that that friend of mine from law school, he was like, oh, he, uh, he no, not, oh, he was like, he wasn't dismissive or anything, but he was like, he uses, uh, he used Linux. I'm like, yeah, dude, it's pretty fucking cool, you know? And then he says, yeah, I, I tried Linux before. I, I tried Red Hat. Oh, uh, <laughs> why? <laughs> why? I, I've told this story many times on the show and like it's, it's always like the 10 seconds that it takes because that was literally our entire interaction about like Linux. I was like, dude, no, it's old. Use Ubuntu. <laughs> and he says, okay, okay. Which he hasn't. Fucking Mac user. But that's beside the point. Here's two but things to approach. Kind of related to the point. But yeah. anyway. Here's the two things I try to approach it. Um, number one is uh, get good <laughs> for the new users. That's number one option. <laughs> really no choice. Number two, is there a way that open source projects can invest UX designers? Yeah, that, that, that's what like elementary OS does, right? That's why elementary is sexy. That's why Ubuntu Mate is becoming successful. Because uh, that's why, uh, what's another distro that they like that's very, very simple and basic? Peppermint. No, not peppermint. Linux Lite. Is it peppermint? Yeah, peppermint. Linux the red. Lite. Yeah, Linux oh, yeah. Lite. Yeah, peppermint, Linux Lite. Pretty much are third world double distros. All of them are very basic. Not Taylor Swift vanilla basic, but just, it's very usable. That's, that's, I can't find any other word or metaphor to describe it. Yeah. Yeah. But then again, it is catered to that specific audience. So I don't know. I mean, am I, are we ever going to see a, the day where, uh, not Antergos, uh, Arch becomes really easy? To, you know, do stuff with? Antergos. Our only hope. Actually, I haven't tried Antergos. I should, mm. <laughs> uh, it's, it's on my flash drive. I should really do a treatment on it. Should we? Yeah, we should. Yeah. Um, I'll move the files out of my netbook. I'll try to have it installed for, ready for next week. Alright. Anyway. Um, yeah. Well, I, I guess, I guess my, um, I guess my answer to my question is <laughs> to sort of, and as much as I hate to say this, is to kind of pull a canonical and sort of drop Linux from the branding of everything. Mm. You know? Like... Yeah, it's going to be very but, difficult. I, yeah, I, I know yeah. the idea. I get it. But you... You know the fragmentation? You turn them all to mini fragmentation grenades that just blew up, shedding new fragments. <laughs> That's 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 the problem with that. Like we're yeah. currently united under one banner. Like Linux the penguin remembers, you know? Game of Thrones style. <laughs> the North remembers. The comeback is real. Yeah. Um, the penguin remembers. The penguin is uh, like the one true king for us at least. What? Uh and now if you destroy the Linux branding, each and every one of these distros are gonna go and compete with each other yeah because that's sort of what's going on already yeah because at least we are all united under one banner yeah but removing that banner like that's why we distro hop not necessarily distro hop the term i'm looking for is that's why we're okay using other linux distros because we we know for a fact that it's you know what screw it 
if 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 iPhone and Leica can just name their cameras, oh, it's the M. Oh, it's the new iPhone. Frack it. <laughs> This, but um, but then coming at but, but it, then it could work. Yeah, l- looking at it like this though, I mean, dangerous, um, but it could work. Yeah, it, because just sort of um, because uh, f- just just so that there isn't in in the in 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 the general perception of like people. Wait, what the fuck am I talking about? I'm so tired. Yeah. I walk two kilometers a day now. Um, Why? School. Wait, we could talk about this in the off tangent. Anyway, <laughs> I mean, it's just you know, I I'm making the point to take longer routes to school. Uh, what's it? The huh? Yeah, you're lost. Yeah, <laughs> totally lost. Um, Your mind has fragmented. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> zoom, zoom, zoom. Wait, wait, wait. Let me let me find again. Um, like embrace the fragmentation by stopping, uh, by by not saying like, "Huh, it's all Linux." To like like not presenting united front of the various lin- of of Linuxes to the general public, and once they get into the ecosystem, that's the only time that they're like, "Oh shit." I thought, or like, oh shit! It turns out that they're all interoperable to an extent, you know. So, like, you don't come up to somebody and say, like, "Hey, would you like to try some Linux?" You know, you say, "Hey, would you like to try some Ubuntu?" And then when they say, "What's Ubuntu?" You say, "Well, it's a uh, an operating system." Yeah, you know. But then that's neither here nor there. It's everywhere and nowhere at the same time. Yeah, at the end of the day, we're gonna survive because you know. We have choices. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Hmm. Speaking of... You know what? Fuck it. I got nothing. Head over to channel14.com for podcasts and stuff. Follow us on the Twitters uh, at CH14 and at Third World Linux. Third World Linux. Um, uh, we're also on the Instagram at channel 14com Yeah, we are on the Instagrams. Um, but you can, uh, you can email us, contact at channel14.com or linux at channel14.com. Either one is fine. Contact gets to those other dudes, but like linux at channel14.com just gets to the two of us. And, um. Check out our other shows. Yeah. Bodega Nights. Uh, and Radio, Radio Norm, Norm is running out of episodes because I'm using his mic right now. Because. Mm, no wonder your file sizes have been a little bit bigger. Yeah. Because my, I, I I promise him that Thursday I'll 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 show up in his face. If not, most likely it's Saturday. It depends. <sighs> Schedule has been rough lately, as usual. But hey, you know. Yeah. Um. And. Uh, but it's Jopper Talk, who's pretty much he should have an episode because tonight was an interesting money in the bank. Anyway. Very entertaining Sunday night, so we might or may not talk about it in the off-tangent section. And uh, yeah. yeah, and um, as always, if you like what you're listening to, uh, share it with your friends. Give us a what's it? Give us a review on wherever you listen to podcasts and stuff. And, and uh, help us unsuck. If you yeah, help us unsuck ourselves a little bit more because we have our dicks up our own mouths. Um, what by heading <laughs> what? over. <laughs> That was a quick words. Anyway, yeah, uh, on we are channel fourteen on Patreon or Patreon.com/slash channel fourteen. 
Um, until next week, keep on Linuxing. And do things for love. So if you made it this far, this is the off-tangent section. And we are going to be spoiling Money in the Bank and the NBA Finals. And, and Game of Thrones. No, not Game of Thrones. And possibly well, Silicon Valley. Thrones, so. yeah. What, you don't watch Game of Thrones? Um, no. Okay. Oh, yeah. No. Wait, our deal was if I watch Lost, uh, you will start watching Battlestar Galactica, right? We had that deal what? like way, way back. What, if you watched Lost... You will start watching Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, yeah. And I did watch Battlestar Galactica. Wasn't really my thing. Starbucks was hot, but like not really I my thing. I did watch Lost. Uh, after like... It didn't quite end Br- as well as it should have. Unlike <laughs> uh, Battlestar Galactica, ended well. Um, but Lost, I didn't marathon it. Funny, you know? We talk about, oh, we're gonna spoil Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> we ended up talking about... I, we, we, we're gonna spoil Game of Thrones. <laughs> we ended up talking about Lost. Jeez. Um, uh, and Gaius Balthar. Gaius Balthar was amazing. Gaius Balthar is an amazing man. Um, pretty much redemption. Anyway, I should stop talking about an old show and we should probably start talking about a new one. Although I do love that old show. Mm. And wrestling. Wrestling is oh amazing. Interesting thing now. Third uh, world well, internet. <laughs> and uh, is that call dropping? I think so. Yep. If it's not. <laughs> yes. Yes. Third world internet. Um, I'm totally gonna keep this in. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm gonna find out. I'm gonna find out what you said about Gaius Balthar when I'm editing this, or no, fuck it, when it comes no, out. I, I barely listen no, to what we say <laughs> because we ramble. I guess I'm not sure, but at the end of it, I mean, interesting thing is, uh, let's go back to. I'm, I'm trying to try to get back on topic with pro wrestling because pro wrestling is very interesting again. Um. If we borrow the language or the narrative that Donald Trump uses, uh, wrestling is great again. <laughs> We're pretty much guaranteed a triple threat on SummerSlam with the Shield reunion. Yeah, because like Dean Ambrose did the yeah, yeah Kane did the Kane cashed in the money in yeah, the he bank pulled the Kane. Uh, and people are saying and noting, and I agree that this is the first time that Roman lost clean. Seth's been him clean. Yeah. Which is amazing. But he's still... And he's starting to act very heelish. Like slapping Seth and like, oh, just give up. Oh, blah, blah, blah. He's starting to act very heelish. And it's like... That's why I asked the boys. Is he starting to act heel? Or is he really just that bad doing face? So, (laughs) I think... I'd, I'd really like to... I'd really like to think that, like, they're turning him heel. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I mean, I think they're testing the waters now. I really think that it's gonna be, everyone's gonna turn on money in the bank. <laughs> like, Roman's finally gonna go heel. Dean is gonna be heel. And Seth is gonna be face. I, I don't think Dean Ambrose would make a good heel. No, I think it'd be a better heel. That's just me. I think it'd make a better heel. But not the, uh, Kevin Owens type heel. Not, uh, Seamus heel. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I always thought the, 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 um, that sort of plucky Lunatic underdog. I, I always thought like the, the, the it's plucky underdog. Foley. The, yeah. The, yeah. 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 The, the, 
the lunatic underdog. <laughs> yeah, because his heel run would be him like having a blatant obvious snap. Like oh. he is nuts. Yeah, for me that's how I do a heel run of uh, Ambrose. But right now I want him to enjoy his face, uh, hold it until at least Survivor Series SummerSlam. or something. Well, SummerSlam. I mean, I want yeah. him because from the looks of it, from if it's gonna be a triple threat, it's gonna be Roman that's gonna win because make Roman look strong mm. and whatnot. You know, as, as far as um, as far as I'm concerned, as far as I'm concerned, uh, they they already sort of started turning Roman Reigns heel. When he speared um, Stephanie McMahon. Now, yeah. for, for me, that was a connotation. Like, that was a beginning. And then his feud with AJ. Yeah. That's where yeah. I realized, oh, those are heelish tendencies. Oh, the attacking and whatnot. AJ was the one who was really looking like a face there. Like, hesitated with the chair. But then he, he hesitated with the chair shot, right? And they didn't ask the club to beat Roman, but it was Roman who was like, ooh, <laughs> ooh ah, and all that crap. So, and it's interesting. And to me, I wonder when the brand split would happen because I have a feeling, I have a feeling on, we're gonna, on SummerSlam, after that is when the brand split would happen and two titles would be at stake. Yeah. Well, they have to get like Kurt Angle back first. Uh, they're currently in talks. The yep. current rumor for the, the story is Ruru, of course. That's pretty much ever since Rusev had his first run. Oh man, I like, oh man, this is so ripe for freaking Kurt Angle. But of course, it was John Cena who buried him. Um, <laughs> then I want Kurt Angle, and the, like, they're offering him yeah. Ruru and then manage American Alpha. Cause American Alpha is gonna get called up from NXT. Like, the current right. rumor is they're right. scouring so much talent from everywhere because like they saw that they have a thin roster and they want to keep NXT as the brand that it, it that it is so they need some old names to spark like the like, like Goldberg they're talking to Goldberg as well and even DDP I'm like okay then should be interesting Sh- should be very interesting yep. and they're not <laughs> offering full-time contracts let's let's bring the yoga yeah bring the yoga yeah, back bring the yoga into smackdown yeah and uh I have trust especially if Hunter will be the one who's going to oversee the creative side. Because if it's going to be Vince, it's just going to be a feud between the McMahons. Yeah. So you didn't watch, I didn't the, watch NBA the NBA Finals, Finals. Huh? Because it's popular. No, because it's going to annoy the living crap out of me. And if again, if it's going to make me feel like an asshole, or if it's going to turn me into an asshole, it's not worth it. Because when game... So you don't want to be part of that Game 6 demo- ended... I knew LeBron's gonna win all the way. The momentum is just there. Ah, uh, yeah. I, I was just thinking. I was just thinking. You don't want to be like that. Um, you don't want to be part of that demographic in Manila that likes the NBA and drives the Civic around. That's why I went with pro wrestling anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and arguably, you know, I was streaming no, because, Game of Thrones. And- yeah, because that was. Mm. Yeah, because that was my theory, though. Like my theory was. Hmm, AG isn't watching the NBA Finals because everybody is watching the NBA Finals. <laughs> I'm not that contrarian. <laughs> or maybe I am. It was a good game, though. I'm not sure. I didn't watch. It was a fucking... It was... It was, 
It was a really good game, man. Fucking yeah, my father was um, screaming. My father was screaming, jumping up and down, and disappointed but happy because LeBron. Yeah, like it, it literally came down to it. Literally came down to like one shot in the last five. And one block from LeBron. One of those matches. That block where he traveled. Yeah. Twenty meters in two seconds. Oh, forty meters in two seconds. Because from the half court to the block, and then you look at the clock. It was insane. So, <laughs> so for me. And and for yeah, me, yeah, it was yeah. the first time I felt LeBron being genuine when he'd hug Kevin Love and crying, because mm-hmm. they both knew those two men knew if they screw this up, they're gonna get a lot of flack, and they were able to pull it off. Oh man, my heart goes out to Steve oh, Kerr though. Yeah, like uh, during the press con, his eyes like, were red. Uh, you, you do know that Steve Kerr is my like absolute favorite basketball personality of all Kent. time, right? No nah, man, Steve, okay, Kerr. Steve Kerr. I thought it was Sean Kent. Uh, well, I jokingly like Sean Elliott. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say something like Kerry Kittles or something. <laughs> Close or enough. Eric Snow. <laughs> Shout out to 2000s era basketball. <laughs> but yeah, dude, like Steve Kerr is my absolute favorite um, basketball personality of all time. There was that one. It was that one final when the Bulls were against yep. the Utah Jazz sometime in the 90s? 96, maybe? 97, game 6. Where? No, uh, 96, game 6. Oh, fuck, why did we talk about an episode 97? <laughs> um, I could always <laughs> talk about the Montreal screw job, which happened in 1997. <laughs> but, you know, like, it was, it was in that, it, it was in, um, it was in game 6 of the NBA final 1996 that I was like fucking Steve Kerr is my favorite player of all time. Yeah. That's like a child, you know. The oh, thing about Steve yeah, the Kerr. thing about Steve Kerr is he has that mamba mentality, which is which pretty much Kobe Bryant's contribution to the game. The killer instinct. You know who hasn't had the killer instinct? <laughs> Street Fighter. 